0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Sports Department Podcast, the wrestling recap version where myself, Stephen Clark, Justin Valentovic, and Jesse Norman are all here to break down this week in wrestling. It's been a couple weeks since we actually had a, a, a normal wrestling recap because there was the Rumble, then NXT TakeOver, then there was Elimination Chamber. So it feels finally good to just step back, relax, don't have to worry about Justin losing any predictions and just break down. This don't have to worry about
1: Justin's shoveling snow for the parkway.
0: That too. It's all melting. It's all melting. Yeah, thank
1: God. I'm. You have no idea how happy I am to see mud and grass and rain, and not snow. Thank God. Well, I guess that's how you're I'm doing. Happy. I was about
0: to get into that part of my intro. So, Justin, I guess you're doing well because there's
1: no, no snow around. coming down from the sky, at least. But you know, whatever. It'll melt. Go away.
2: Springtime.
0: S- springtime. Baseball time. Good time. Springtime. Uh, Jess, Jesse, how you doing today?
2: Doing pretty good. So, can't complain too much.
0: Glad to hear it. And, Justin, I'm assuming, like I just said, you're doing well with the – I'm doing all right.
2: Being
1: gone. That's good. I didn't know. get a job that I applied for, but, you know, ups hey, and downs, ebbs and flows. We'll get there, yeah, one one day at a time.
0: We'll get there. Maybe th- th- this could be our – one day be our source of income doing this podcast eventually right. down the line. Eh, that'd be cool. That'd be the dream, honestly.
1: But Shop right as a sponsor, Jesse. Let's look at the can-can so moving along here. Can't get Mark, can't get Mark madness anymore. So.
0: Imagine putting our that logo on all sold. the cans,
1: or <laughs> having Jesse just hold a can for a whole. Justin, episode. why don't
2: we put him on the road signs? That you is have true. More. You, have, you still have to have our connection you, to the Parkway. Yeah, have our meeting
0: about branding. We never had it. We have to still talk yeah. about that. But that's offline stuff. That's not stuff to talk about on here but let's get outside the ring before inside the ring like we usually do on wrestling recap episodes and the big news that broke this week that kind of shocked the whole internet in a way was that the big show with his real name being Paul White is going to be heading to all elite wrestling. The last time we saw Paul White was in legends night on Monday night. Raw kind of got, he was like in a wheelchair type thing backstage. And it was kind of like a short little quick segment. It brought back to the little Orton thing that happened um, back in 2020, but he it's confirmed. He's going to AEW. He's going to be a commentator on AEW dark. He might head into the ring. We might see a match with Shaq. What do you guys feel about
1: this? Um, He just, Put the final nail in his coffin of ever getting the WWE Hall of Fame for as long as AEW is a company. So that has ship has sailed. Um, on commentary, I don't really know. Because, like, when he's done special guest commentary on WWE, not great. But, obviously, he was doing that as, like, a character rather than an actual broadcaster. Um, you know, if he's going to get in the ring, he's not going to do much. But he'll we'll probably see the Shaq match. To some degree, whatever mm, mm. their biggest pay-per-view is. I I couldn't tell you. Was it like full gear or I don't think they've in? made I think they've like they a double or nothing established that double, yet. Or, nothing double, nothing double or, nothing or nothing I don't know if they've
0: established yeah. A number one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so we'll probably see that. You know, I'm not I don't think we're gonna see him like a bi-weekly or a monthly basis get in the ring unless like they use him on commentary to intersect himself into a feud. You know, if he's on commentary one day and Shaq is there. That's probably going to be the early seeds of that match. So that's probably
2: what they're going to aim to do. So great. They might do, they might pair him up with Cody when he's doing the Shaq thing, make him like a bodyguard type thing. I'd be fine. I'd be fine if they do like big show as Cody's like bodyguard type thing for the Shaq feud. It sounds like Clark. Clark, Instead of him actually like getting in the room.
1: It sounds like, Clark, you're not too thrilled about the whole Shaq thing to begin with. Is it because of Shaq or more so Big Show? Um,
0: Big Show. Big Show. Mm. I'm okay with them getting exposure with Shaq and inside the NBA and all that show, like, vice versa, like, advertising for each show. Because Shaq is a part of the TNT family with that. So I'm, I'm 100% okay with Shaq being around the scene. Do I necessarily want to see him step into a ring? No. The same goes with WWE and Bad Bunny. I love what that's doing for WWE with Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny is the hottest musician in the world right now. Number one streamed on number one artist streamed on Spotify in 2020. But do I really want to see him get into the ring? Not not really. I, I don't. I don't want to see them fight. Like if they just bring the attention to the company, which makes the companies better, I'm cool with that, but. Matches is a whole different story from just special appearances and special performances and just little segments here and there. That's that's how I feel on it. Okay. But um, back to your note on the commentary. I just feel like Big Show doesn't have like a, a commentator type
1: voice. That yeah, that's where I was kind of going too. Because it's like like him talking is fine, but like it feels like his type of voice where it's like that deeper, huskier. Yeah. Just kind of he just he's always usually loud also. So I feel loud? like that. Like yeah. I just I just feel like he could it'll wear thin quick. Yeah, I feel like he was like a frog in his throat the way he talks too. Like Yeah.
2: <laughs> it, it's, it's, yeah. It, it's not it's not Does this mean we'll potentially get a second season of the Big Show show? I don't I really think so. so. Maybe AW YouTube channel picks it Maybe up Maybe we'll get the Paul White show.
0: The Paul White show. I
1: think the oh. Big Show show was like with w- it was with WWE. So and it no was bad. To- yeah, no, it was, it was, bad was... Too. I think it was Oh, of course it, it was
2: bad. WWE studios are did.
0: terrible. Yeah, yeah, I watched like the first like couple episodes, like first two, I think, and I was like, "Man, this is yeah, bad. this is very not bad. good." Yeah, it just says mm-hmm.
1: TV series 2020. Usually, if it, they think they're going to continue it, they do a dash and then leave that blank. There's just no dash. Yeah, no, though.
0: it's yeah. it's done. Yeah, it's over. which is, which is for the better. But um, anyways, Paul White is all elite and AEW, so we're kind of intrigued. I would say. I wouldn't say excited. I would say more intrigued to see how this is going to turn out. But uh, switching over to WWE really quickly, it was the the whole storyline that's been talked about for the last couple of weeks about Lacey Evans being pregnant and Jesse and I crapped on the booking decision from Elimination Chamber to not have Asuka defend her title and just having the match scrapped and not even talked about once. And Lacey Evans hasn't been mentioned on television basically once except for the little Charlotte promo backstage, but it was confirmed in an interview that she did that she's actually pregnant. So congratulations to Lacey Evans. And, um, I'm, I'm happy. She's gonna take some time off, you know, get get rid of the storyline with Ric Flair. Hopefully. Yeah,
1: this is that was a clean break. She's
2: no, getting out of that no.
1: storyline. She
2: definitely she's, did that on purpose. Well, and it's perfect time so that they can set Charlotte up for Oscar. Yeah. Um, Again. We'll no, no it was all on
1: perfect timing.
0: Off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Who knows if um, only, Lacey did this on purpose too to get out of the storyline because she probably thought it was stupid too. Like, huh, let me get knocked up really quickly and a dip for nine months,
2: but. This, um, this does not make it any better that they didn't have an does no, match. Doesn't, no, it doesn't. No. It doesn't make it any better. It's, no. it's like great for Lacey. Yes. Congratulations. She probably knew this last week then. And they – like I, you can't say like, oh, well, they didn't want to throw a match together. They throw a match together Literally, all the time. We get like an, remember when we they got that random match? They throw matches together.
1: Like, was it, like, WrestleMania the one year where we just got, like, an R-Truth match, like, before the main event or something? They they came out and did the dance break maybe. Two years I don't ago. think it was WrestleMania, but it was just some pay-per-view where, like, the, it was clear they were short on time to hit the quota when they were still trying to hit, you know, plus three hours. And they just, like, threw R-Truth out there versus, like, somebody. I don't remember who. I,
0: I remember when it was nice. the Curt Hawkins match that...
1: Yes, I think that, that was that it. End,
0: that ended when they didn't show the ending because something was happening back <laughs> All of a sudden you hear the bell ring in the background and like Hawkins, not Hawkins, probably lost he's on a losing streak, but probably Hawkins versus Slater. I have a feeling it was, and you hear Slater's music just playing in the background, but something's happening in like the parking lot or something. So that happened.
1: Boy, when WWE doesn't care about matches, Uh, they really don't care. They don't, they don't care.
0: No, Um, but no, Lacey Evans is pregnant and this story is most likely done. And we'll get to the whole Charlotte thing when we get to Monday
1: night Rob. So she's she'll be gone for plus a year. Basically probably about about a year because we'll, you got to we'll, figure you we'll, know you nine months back. nine months for you know the actual
2: process well, she's she's probably she's probably like a i would assume at least 12 weeks you can't really know until like six to six to twelve so yeah. she's probably already like four, yeah like three-ish months in but yeah but we still can, probably a year just for recovery and getting back into ring shape and actually raising through.
0: the child raising the child and we can base it off of um what we see with becky too when she comes back and yeah kind of judge it off of that but um congrats to lacey evans all in all no all jokes aside congratulations cool and justin um you brought up this next point or jesse well, i think justin brought it up but um there was a little image going around on twitter that finn balor posted of his action figure which i still yet to find you don't it. have a finn
1: action figure I have a Finn action
0: figure. I don't have that Finn action figure. Oh, okay. I, I need the updated heel Finn version. Yeah, I'm
1: sorry. Every time I've gone to Toys, uh, not toys R Us, Target, uh, the, the wrestling section is just empty. It's bad. It, it, it's just, they have distribution. brother. I could go on an hour rant about this.
0: They, the distribution problems <laughs> is just horrible. Um, it, it's bad. It's bad the way to distribute the toys and all that stuff. It, it's disgusting. But anyways, uh, Finn Balor posted a picture of his action figure. And Conor McGregor's action figure with Triple H in the middle. And it says Triple H X Notorious MMA, which is Conor's is... tag on yeah. Twitter. Alexa, shut up. You didn't even say um, Alexa. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I have to just unplug it while I do these shows for some reason. Um, and Finn Balor figure too. And then um, McGregor quoted that tweet saying, no more Mr. Nice Guy. And Triple H quoted that and said, just say when so this is maybe planting the seeds a little bit for mcgregor versus Bally somewhere seen, down the
1: line we've seen wwe use social media in the past to start like a feud as to open the door for celebrities to come in and have a match down the line so i wouldn't be surprised at this if this is somehow they use this to get mcgregor in wwe but we were talking about it before the the podcast here that you know this would seem very you know saudi show as considering um Tyson Fury was a Saudi show. Uh, Cain Velasquez was a Saudi show. But, you know, with COVID, they're not going to Saudi Arabia anytime soon. So, you know, who you knows we, Yeah, well, true. More money. You know, the, 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 the state, state charter they flight. They get the, they get the green flight. light. Exactly. Exactly. exactly.
0: Um, My only argument, to your point, being a Saudi show, is that Conor McGregor is a bigger name than Cain Velasquez and Tyson. Oh, no,
1: no, I agree. And, you know, Saudi Arabia is where Fight yeah. Island is. So, <laughs> you know, Conor's kind of Built up Fight Island a little bit there. You know, he got his ass kicked uh, there last time. Um, it's going to happen, I think. And Finn's an interesting person to have the match with, you know. The Irish boys. Yeah, yeah, no, but, you know, usually you would well, have uh, thought it would have been like Brock if he was around because that's what they did with Velasquez. Or like, you know, but I guess because Finn is... Well, well, at, least well the, the at least with
2: Velasquez, there was a... Yeah, the UFC with high Brock, there was a Kane-Velasquez thing, yeah. But just Where like Tyson, really, um, like
1: Tyson Fury and like Braun was just like, they're big. Give me McGregor <laughs> and Roman right yeah. now. I would love McGregor and Roman. I have but the see, promo- they kind of have to build. They have to pair him with someone like around his size to make it credible. Yeah. You know, so I think that's why it's Finn, and they can probably they're probably gonna run with the idea of who's the bigger, like Irish champion icon, and at that point get Becky involved in the mix somehow and pin them both.
0: And Sheamus, mm-hmm. yeah, and all the- and Killian Dane, get all
2: the Irish guys in there um but no, no i think it's gonna happen the now. andre andre the giant <laughs> memorial irish battle royal <laughs> this is definitely a, if it, if they don't go saudi
1: with this it's a very big four match obviously um i don't think it would be at a wrestlemania it could be at SummerSlam. it won't be at rumble it wouldn't be at survivor series for sure because they don't give a shit about those two no. um as much as they should least survivor series clear cut no one cares about anymore and uh, i
0: would hope he gets the ronda treatment in a way too i think that'd be just goes on a year cool. run yeah, a year or two run, just dominating everybody. And then eventually, just like maybe Roman is kind of like in a face-ish, heel-ish, tweener-type role, and Roman finally puts him down or something as the face of the company, something like that. But I, I, I'm, I'm cool with them tickling our balls a little bit and trying to plant the seeds for this feud. But um, this is the main thing now we got to talk about on the show. I, I don't want to talk about it, but I want to make fun of it because this company... This man that runs this newsletter. Oh,
1: those are a lot. Yeah,
0: that, that's that wow yeah. mm-hmm. so oh. if if you gotten haven't gotten from my clown
1: I didn't scroll. Hits. I didn't scroll down enough. holy.
0: Yeah. God, that's a lot. Um, these are the wrestling Wrestling Observer Newsletter awards. Um, Dave Meltzer, big part of that these company. This is stupid.
1: I'm looking at some of the. Like, oh, it, some it's of the
0: awards. stupid. <laughs> I just wanted to um talk about some of the awards. Um, why is most you know,
1: o- all Like, why is most overrated with Bray Wyatt? Like, why is most overrated an award? Like, who'd want the most overrated award?
0: Because they're the they love crapping on WWE. That's why those awards are made. For them to crap on WWE. Granted, we just talk about WWE on the show. We have a slight, maybe a slight bias. I do at least towards WWE because I grew up with that and I, I just stuck with it throughout the day. But I don't mind AEW. What I don't,
1: I just don't have the time to watch anything else. I yeah, barely watch no. WWE as it is. I, exactly, I know. Um, but we also focus on you know three of the four major sports.
0: You know, exactly. on this. so it's like it's we're hard. watching so much
1: other crap too.
0: It, it's a lot, but so, some of the awards, um, I just wanted to talk about the main awards for the most part and the ones where they craft on WWE for no reason. Um, Wrestler of the Year, Moxley. I guess I fine. guess that, that that's fine. I think I think that's fine. Uh, you could have gave it to Sasha Banks. Maybe you could have gave it to Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre. Um, this seems like some of these award
1: names are like what we would make at like the radio station. Silly, very silly. Like the, the monk, yeah, like the, the names. It's just stupid. Like, it's, like, it's like a paper plate award. It, yeah, it's, it, it,
0: it, it, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> it, it's kind of stupid. Tag team of the year, the Young Bucks. I don't agree with that one. Street Profits were on a tear all year. Phenomenal matches, held the titles for over 300 days. That's one I don't agree with. But worst promotion
1: know. of the year, WWE, shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> exactly, worse promotions when there's other ones that are way worse than WWE. I thought I know worst show is Raw.
1: I kind of agree okay. With that I one. <laughs> worst major wrestling show WWE Super Showdown. Okay, that's that
0: one I agree with too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got right
1: um, there. Worst TV
2: announcer, Michael. Like why? Michael Cole's fantastic. Like uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, if they were if they were gonna give it to anybody in WWE for Best the worst, I'm Re- Joseph.
1: Best yeah, flying I mean, wrestler. Flying wrestler. Flying wrestler, <laughs> Ray Phoenix.
0: Over all right, overrated. This one this one's the talking point. They said Bray Wyatt's overrated.
2: The fiend is the best thing. After they NA- just gave after they just gave the fiend the best gimmick like last year. Now he's the worst gimmick.
0: And now he's also didn't just get yeah, most overrated. Okay, the MVPs are the M V P
2: awards by like country are the stupidest ones. Who cares? Then at that point, like that's really? dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Most disgusting promotional tactic, WWE firing people during a pandemic during a year where they were setting profit records. While I agree, that's not a promotional tactic. Exactly. That was a money tactic. That was was, a business decision, which was absolutely disgusting and terrible and should not have happened. But saying that was a promotional tactic does not. Also, he was saying like they
1: they set record profits for a year. They fired people at the beginning of 2020, which was like (laughs) three months in. Exactly. So it was record profits for twenty nineteen, dumbass. Exactly.
0: Um, they, still should, they still shouldn't they still shouldn't have I agree. done it regardless.
2: But um But they did no. end up bringing a lot of those guys back. Yeah, they which is good. A lot of the backstage Because 'cause they're gearing up for uh hitting the road soon because they 'cause they're gonna get kicked
1: out of Tampa Bay in a month. Yes they will. Um but no, like Jesse you brought up that
0: the feed they to go to one Dolly's the-
1: place or Dally's place or whatever the AW place is called, that'd be hilarious. Imagine
0: the right next door. Yeah, um, but now Jesse, you said last year Bray Wyatt won best gimmick. This year he won worst gimmick. Like the logic, the logic behind some of these best Booker and promoter of these because year, Tony they thought Khan.
2: they thought the mainstream wasn't going to get behind the fiend, and then immediately once they did, they were like, "Oh, we don't like this." Exactly, we don't like this. Um, best pro did wrestling. He, book. You, this is so. It's bad. It, did you hear like what he said about like
1: WWE having bad bunny? Like also like he was just he just sounds so out of he touch. Just sounded like he sounded like a racist so man. mad. Yeah, yeah, like like a racist white guy like yeah. literally um, he sounded like when he was like 55-year-old white guys won't care about what's best. going on. I was like no, cuz you're a 55-year-old white guy
2: who doesn't care what's going on. Yeah,
1: don't
2: care what's going on. I don't see a best promo um, best on interviews. Here. I no, mean, I, guess that, that, it would be I think that's best on interviews. Okay, Roman should be winning that. Roman yeah, this year on promos was un- was untouched Roman was you, good Roman Roman this year on promos was absolutely ridiculous just for the Drew sit down alone when he was like Drew you're a fantastic champion you're great you're a wonderful number two because I am the number one That's- and then everything he did with Edge where he would like yell and was like don't mess with me I am the head guy Roman easily was the best promo of the year by far, far and away. Yeah,
0: either that or I remember when quarantine first started up. The Edge promos too on Randy Orton fantastic, were really, really well done too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But just a couple, a couple little other ones. Um, most underrated Ricochet. I can agree with that one. I can agree with that. Um, yeah. Rookie of the year, Pat McAfee. This, I agree, hundred percent. Great. This
1: is like, yeah, who like, else was, like
2: who else was the rookies of the year? Like who else was a rookie? Like you uh, could have rookies to
1: companies, but like rookie to wrestling would be like Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. i feel like
0: i don't know i think like that's like that's like a little like cheap little stab it did at wwe like oh you had a football player come in and is better than half your roster and all that stuff like it's like who I'm, else would there have been
1: what but yeah. like who else would there have been <sighs> like rookie of the year it's like when you like, think what? about like like someone who just got put on nxt tv who's been training at the pc for you know five years like is that the, how they quantify as rookie? a rookie? Like yeah. how do you I don't know how you, who a rookie is? I don't know.
0: I d I don't know. I if you if, I don't know if you know if you consider calling up to be a rookie
2: because otherwise yeah. Well that's the thing, like what are Keith the parameters?
0: Leap did did well Matt Riddle did well
2: those guys have shirt. fought literally all over the world. That's so the it's like is that yeah, yeah, he's an idiot. Ugh.
0: But enough of this. I'm sick of talking about Dave Meltzer. Also, okay, sorry. The best wrestling
2: maneuver, Kenny Omega's (sighs) one-winged angel. The one-winged angel is such a bad finisher. It is so bad. The move looks like it hurts. But it takes so much setup that nobody, like, like, how do you take that move? You have to get fully put up on his shoulders. He has to then... Slowly, kind of try to put you down. Then, yeah. like, grab one of your arms. That is the slowest moving finisher. Period. If, if, you if can't. Pick my you fin- can't tell me the claymore is not a better finisher for. I was year. just about to say can that. Just, if I had to pick my finisher just, of the
0: year, it's the claymore. It's the claymore. That's claymore so-
2: easily. I had to put. I put down Brock. And, put and it can. It can Orton. come out of nowhere. You can Bill. catch people in midair with Bill. it. Bill. Yeah. No. There's so much setup for the one winged Oh God, I hate that move. Like, and I don't mind Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega is fine. He's, I don't hate him like other people do or anything. Like, I think he's fine, but that finisher is not good. I don't care what anybody says. If, if a finishing move requires that much setup, it doesn't feel realistic that somebody could not get out of it.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And I'm sick of talking about Dave Meltzer. So I'm going to move on to this week in wrestling. And we start off usually, and we're going to start off again, with Monday Night Raw. The Raw, right after Elimination Chamber, that Justin lost in the predictions to again. What was um, the final score to that? Um, through, Oh, like the points? or Yeah,
1: what are the standings? I was not on that. Okay. Oh, yeah, let me, let me go through that. Because we but, had snow. We had what snow. So
0: Jesse and I just banged out that podcast. Uh, Justin, you had a total of two matches, correct?
1: Hey, and it was
0: the first two matches of the night. Because oh. you off that lead, I was talking a bunch of smack in our group chat. Yeah, it didn't pay off in the long run, so you had Ooh. two, uh, and Jesse and I, we had three. Idiot, we had three. Yeah, five matches. Okay, yeah, more than half. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now the final score, pay per view wise, Jesse hasn't got a pay per view wrong technically yet. He has a score of three. I have two because I tied Jesse and I tied the last two pay-per-views, and Justin still has the big donut there. Um, in total points, in total points, uh, Jesse has 15, which is for the tiebreaker. He has 15. I have 13. You have seven. And the ratings, um, Justin rated this pay-per-view the highest out of all of us at a seven out of ten. I gave it a six. Jesse gave it a five point five, which is an 18.5 out of 30 or a 62 out of hundred. So that's how we ranked um, Elimination Chamber so far, lowest-rated pay-per-view of the year. Um, but it'll probably get worse from there. there oh, be if, yeah. there'll be another dud somewhere down the line. Fastlane,
1: um, calling it yeah. now. Fastlane, really? Fastlane yes. or whatever—that's the next one, right? That is the next one. Yeah, I'm calling. I'm calling it now. It's going to be bad.
0: Okay. Both prediction,
1: hot take, freezing. cold Justin's going to
0: give it a two, just to make it make, make no it right. I wouldn't intentionally <laughs> um, do that. <laughs> intentionally. But um, all right, Monday Night Raw. Uh, it started off with the new WWE champion, The Miz, got interrupted by Bobby Lashley saying, "Hey, I helped. I helped you win that title. We made we made a deal backstage. You give me a title match now." Miz basically saying, "No, I'm not ready." Blah blah blah, being all the chicken crap heel that he is. Um, and basically, uh, Strowman came out later during the night demanding a championship match because he's big and he's Braun Strowman. That's the only reason why I can think of why he did it. And then Pierce puts. That's the match. Braun,
2: That's how Braun's Braun. Got was just in the past, stupid like, four times.
1: Yeah, uh, that's so how the,
2: Braun's gotten his the well, past like four or five times.
1: I was texting Clark about this. I'm like, I think they're setting up Shane versus Braun for me, yeah, because they're gonna need matches to fill up the two night cards. And we're gonna we're gonna get that.
2: Oh.
0: It, it's oh. gonna be Shane versus Braun.
2: I'm t- it, it, It's gonna right. it's
1: gonna it's gonna be like a street fight or something.
2: But anyways,
1: then Shane or yeah, P- and
2: Braun's gonna throw him off some stuff.
1: He's gonna throw him off the pirate ship.
2: <laughs> that's, how, that's
1: how they're gonna get someone to do to do something off the pirate ship. Yeah, wow. Kevin Owens has, isn't gonna get used
0: now. But um, anyways, then Shane or Pierce made the match saying, Hey, Braun versus Lashley. Uh Braun, if you win, it's a triple threat next week for the title. Otherwise, it's just Lashley versus Miz for the title next week. Lashley wins. Um Lashley versus Miz for the title this upcoming Monday.
1: I thought they were gonna I thought Miz was gonna be like, How about we do it at Mania? You know, and just build that right then and there. But that would have been funny, actually. No, I thought that's what they were going to do. I thought he was going to be like, you know, because he was running with, I need more time. I need more time. Give me some time. I want to be my best. Blah, 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 blah. You know, why didn't you say, all right, I'll see you in two months? That would have been kind of funny, actually. It would have made just more sense to do it that ex- way. Just exclude
0: Drew out of the whole title picture in general. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, but then they could have run like with, they did, like they did with Kofi after. Uh, no, but Brooklyn. then they could kind have of run with like whatever Drew's match at Fastlane was. If he wins, he gets in. Then you know they could have easily done the Bobby okay. Lashley Drew at Fastlane. Be like, if Drew gets in, he it's a triple threat match then. Which, Which Drew Miz Bobby Lashley would have been would be cool that would have been good. I, mean, I
0: don't think that's the direction they're going, but that would have been good. Uh, how, how do we feel most likely by the next time we do a wrestling podcast, Bobby Lashley will be WWE champion, but how, how, how we, how we feel. I don't think so. This?
1: I think Morrison gets in the way. I think Ms. Still survives somehow and we'll see this match. Oh, do you think more they push at, it
2: to fast lane? Yeah.
1: I think we'll see the act. I think Bobby walks in at fast lane to where that's we smart. get drew Bobby then. And then Bobby's the one mm. taken down to have Drew's coronation. Mm. Yeah.
2: Oh, oh yeah. Well that's, that's definitely where we're going. So I feel like that's that's Bobby's definitely – Because Bobby's yeah, the biggest – Bobby.
1: Bobby, other than Braun, which we've seen already, mm-hmm. Bobby is the biggest meathead, essentially, that Drew can take out and kind of get his big moment in front of people. Other than Roman, basically, yep. would have been the other, only other monster that he could take down. And that's not going to happen for a long time.
0: Yeah, I, I like that idea. Um, I do. Yeah, it, it, I think he has a chance to win it this Monday. I think he has a really good chance, Bobby, to win it this Monday. But I can see them just prolonging this and dragging this out to Fastlane. Yes, they will. Miz versus Lashley. I say Miz versus Lashley at Fastlane, honestly. I think that might actually happen, a rematch from Raw. Yeah. Um, Lashley wins at Mm Fastlane, then Drew versus Lashley at Mania. I can see that. But that's cool. I'm with Bobby Lashley getting the title for a little bit, and we have only 10 minutes left in this. Wowzers. Wow, we're going to have to possibly extend. Oh, I mean bang it out eh, we'll probably do a little little addition we'll do a little addition
1: um yeah we were bitching about dave Meltzer for a little too long
0: yeah screw you dave messed up our podcast uh anyways uh, let's move into the rest of monday night raw um not much to talk about with the next two things but <laughs> that's, so that's so typical it's so it, typical it, it's raw it's just raw in general like it, they, they do stuff but it doesn't mean anything that's why it's so hard to do these podcasts all the time because you you, you can't talk about raw Half that much because Charlotte told Rick to go home. Can't talk
2: about majority of it.
0: Exactly. Charlotte told Rick to go home. Cool. Around his birthday what too, a, nonetheless. I know he turned seventy-two. Happy birthday, Rick.
1: I love how for WWE side note for whenever they do anything God, for Rick Blair, so they always older than they, always po- they always post a picture of him in his prime from like oh five oh six. Always, Just always, saying. never recent Rick because nope. he looks bad. Well, prime.
0: He does. He does look like he's in his eighties, like mid eighties. Um. But anyways, told Rick to go home. That's about that. Orton started spitting up black stuff from Alexa Bliss. I looked like the Ultimate Warrior bleeding black from like the eighties and all that stuff. The black goo from Papashango. Um
1: cool,
2: I yes. guess. I, I guess
1: they're doing something with like dark magic or something. Just give me the fiend back
2: at this yeah, point. Yeah, I, they really this is this is gone on a little too yeah,
1: long. Yeah, we need now. to see the fiend just to set up so we have fiend versus Orton again at a mania exactly not fiend was bray know, last like, time but and i know
2: the same. i know that's where we're heading and everything but, but like, let's, let's move the show along let, Either take, let's a move off, it along a like, take a week off
1: or like take a week off from having it on tv
2: yeah or something like yeah. it, it's just it's been going it's all getting all a little, little too long it's been already it's been two months already now yeah they should have waited to start it like now mm-hmm. if that <laughs> if the plan was mania They should have waited. They should have started now, have
1: the fire pit match or whatever it was, you know, do that at fast lane and then move on from there.
2: Yeah, and then have Bray come back at Mania. It would have probably been the better thing. Exactly.
0: And last little tidbit before we take a quick break, then after the break, we'll just get through NXT and SmackDown. But before that, there was a nice little vignette promo type thing for a new addition to the Monday Night Raw roster, which is Rhea Ripley. And it's a very, very, very interesting time to call her up.
1: Yeah, you before don't see, Mania, in between, yeah. not even like post-Rumble, just kind of like, yeah, it's just um, random.
0: And it, this is even after I don't know if you guys remember from like two or three years ago when they brought up Gargano, Champa, Alistair and Ricochet. and then put, put them all back, bit, and basically put them all back. But it, this is even after that point at this time of the year. But mm-hmm. th- this only means one thing for me: they're going to be building up Rhea really good, really quick. And I do think Asuka and Rhea is the WrestleMania match. I really do. Yeah. I, I right, think well,
2: they're. I think, I think they're going to go with. It's probably going to be like. Charlotte Rhea maybe I don't know throw Lana maybe Baszler in like a fatal four-way kind of number one contenders match at Fastlane Mm -hmm. yeah um to see who goes up against Asuka um I I think that's their best bet or even if they do just like Charlotte versus Rhea or something is something they might do
0: yeah rematch Um, from last year's Wrestlemania yeah mm -hmm. But no, if they're calling her up at this time and not waiting until after WrestleMania, there has she's got to gotta have a
2: Mania match. She's got to have a Mania match. Yeah,
0: there's, there's some plans in, in the work somewhere here, that, which is fine, which is good. The Raw women's roster is garbage, complete garbage. They need all the mm-hmm. help they can get. Hopefully, Becky comes back soon, too. But um, no, it, it's fun to see Rhea Ripley coming to Monday Night Raw now. But we're going to take a quick break right here. When we come back, we'll just get through NXT and SmackDown. So stay tuned. Okay, we are back, and we're talking some NXT. We just wrapped up crappy Monday Night Raw, and it's time to get into the best night of the week for wrestling. And it looks like they were building towards EO um, Shirai and Tony Storm for upcoming TakeOver. We've been talking for months about who's going to be the one to dethrone EO, who's going to be the most viable threat to EO, and I think we finally fi- figured it out. They showed it on television
1: to us this week. that It's, it's going to
0: be Tony Storm.
1: So I don't think it's going to dethrone EO. I just think that's going to be the next Prolonged feud into whatever the next takeover Would be whenever that is Which should be mainly a time, give or take So a month or two Uh, But I don't think Tony takes the belt I think Io still still runs with it for a while But I just think Tony storms the next one up Because they had no one really else to do it right away Because they had Dakota Kai and Raquel off
2: doing their thing And they just kind of needed somebody And that's why you're last in the predictions Jesse, how are you feeling about this? (laughs) No, I mean... Oh, you, now I kind of I agree with Justin. Oh ah, no, who's the idiot I'm, 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 now, bitch? <laughs> um, look, I just I'm looking I at the scoreboard
0: don't... right now. It's still you. It's okay. <laughs> before,
2: before I, again, back, I, really, see, I, know, I really, don't know, I really feel like I don't feel like it's Tony Storm. I feel like it's got to be either Gonzalez or Zia Lee.
0: Yeah, that's another thing too. They've been building up Zia Lee really, really well too over the last couple of weeks. With uh, I forgot her name, but like her master or her ruler. Like, mm-hmm. telling her, like, controlling her, like, destroying Casey Catanzaro, basically limb from limb. Like she did small pips week to begin with, and just attacking her was vicious this week. And it, it does look like maybe Zaya versus Zio is, like, the SummerSlam takeover around then. That's when it might happen, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, they're doing a good job, I just want to, in general, of just building up women in the women's division. Like they what? always do in NXT. They're building it up well. Same with Raquel and Dakota going after the tag titles this Wednesday. I
2: really hope they win. I really hope they yeah. win. I hope they get those
1: belts quick and as far away from Nia as humanly possible. Well, as
0: far away from the main roster as possible.
1: Well, that's the bigger hope.
2: The bigger hole? <laughs> you walked into that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I saw anyways. a tweet you liked by
1: Raquel where she's like, I'm looking for new boots to shove up yeah. Nia's hole.
0: And, it was, and Nia said, I like the one with the spikes. Spikes. <laughs> <laughs> Justin's like, <laughs> no, get that
2: away from me. Um, Naya, we love you. Um, no, not that. not <laughs> me. I think <laughs> you're <laughs> unsafe and should not wrestle. Yeah, <laughs> that's awful. why she hurt her hole. <laughs> um.
0: Anyways, and, and uh, it happened every week. This happened every it's week. It's stupid. It's so funny. Um, Naya's hole. Anyways. Um, <laughs> speaking of holes cameron grimes <laughs> um he, he's embracing this new gimmick of, basically
1: country ted DiBiase.
0: He, he had hit the stock market his catchphrase was to the moon and that was the whole thing jesse knows all about stocks with the doge coin and all that stuff jesse's basically cameron grimes for the most part i
2: have like 20 dollars
1: of Dogecoin coin that i own <laughs> what, so like, I are you stock- frolicking in a speedo also now yeah clearly I mean, I mean you're both country boys you know i mean, you're I mean both born and raised on a
0: farm we also can't see a lower half of jesse right now so we, we don't know what's going on under that's there.
2: fair where was cameron grimes born and raised
0: um you look that up while i Galloway, talk New talk about Jersey, what he did New on New man Ranch MC this week um cameron grimes was embracing like justin said the million dollar man Ted DiBiase's basketball thing from back in the day where if you dribble the ball 10 times um he'll give you a thousand dollars so he he went up to a person backstage and he said, hey, dribble the basketball 10 times. I'll give you $1,000. The dude did it. And he's like, wait, what? And Cameron Grimes is like, oh, I didn't finish watching the video. And so he said to be to kicked the ball. So he goes and tries again. And he goes to like this um, area outside where these two ladies and a guy is standing. And this woman, he gives the ball to a woman. He probably, he's sexist and thinks the woman can't do it. So he gives the ball to the woman. and It's was like, like a hey,
1: WNBA he-. center.
0: Yeah, yeah. He like dribble the ball ten times, I'll give you a thousand dollars. And she just crosses him up, dribbles the ball for like th- through her legs, behind the back, all that stuff, gives her a thousand bucks. Then he goes to one more guy backstage in the parking lot and was like dribble the ball ten times for a thousand bucks. And he guy dribbles it
1: one time and he just punches him and knocks him out. So, so do you think this is slowly maybe how like he loses his money and then goes back to his yes. normal gimmick yes. where he just he just <laughs> stupid he just stupid things like this and he's like, Oh wait.
0: Yes, he, he's he's gonna blow it all. On something, um, but I, I just think this is so, so entertaining. It, it, it's just like a little side piece of NXT. It's not in any major storyline right now. As long as I never see
1: him in a speedo, I'm okay. Not Ever not again. I hope. I hope well, he wears a speedo. Me too. Please.
0: So you would rather see Nia's hold than uh, no. Kevin Grimes in a speedo.
1: <laughs> Give me Grimes. What
0: about what about Nia in a speedo or Cameron Grimes's hold? Cameron Grimes. <laughs> oh, anyway. How about um, neither?
1: Let's go with that. <laughs> I would like that one. That
0: just ruins the purpose of the game, then.
2: I don't want to play the game. Okay. Um, Jesse, did you find out where he's from? He's from North Carolina. He was actually trained right. by Matt and Jeff Hardy. Really? Yeah.
1: That's interesting. he doesn't jump off of everything, then. No, so I figure that's
2: well, how they train
0: him. But he's a very, very good entertainer, and I'm just happy to see him doing some fun stuff.
2: Yeah, but, uh, he's good. He's funny. he's funny. I enjoy him.
0: Very funny. and. um Continuing with NXT, there was a street fight on NXT this week, and it was just really, really brutal. And I, I just want to talk about how I love Karrion Cross in this role kind of going for the Cruiserweight title with Santos Escobar. Uh, you don't have to have him in the main picture right away. There's a lot of guys who are focusing on the Undisputed Era, Finn Balor thing in the in the main in the title picture right now. And I just want to get your thoughts of the street fight, how brutal it was, and how Karrion Cross basically looked like a superhero during this whole thing, and uh, thoughts of him possibly and most likely getting that Cruiserweight title.
2: I mean, Sorry, I think I it's joking. cool. <laughs> I I always like when um even when bigger pounds? guys go into cruiser. No, he's not. Obviously, Samoa Joe was an X division champion. Who yeah. cares? You can do what you want. Um, no, I like I like when cruiserweights um aren't just restricted to small he's guys. Two hundred and sixty five against- pounds. Yeah.
1: We'll, we'll, we'll
2: <laughs> yeah, what is it's that title. Too often, I think cruiserweights are restricted to going against other cruiserweights. And I think they usually have very good matches with people who aren't cruiserweights. And this is an example of that. Um, Obviously, Escobar is a fantastic wrestler. He's not just a fantastic cruiserweight. So putting him in this kind of match where he's going up against a legit opponent and looked really good still, um, I think does a lot.
1: It was just cool to see a street fight take place actually in the street. For a little just bit of time. For, yeah. To start it off for the first half and then move back into the arena. Rather than it just being uh, a being a street fight and they just bring out a trash can They're like, well, trash cans are on the street. And then that's it's why a hard it's a street match. fight. Yeah, yeah, it's just a just, just a no DQ. Rolls. Yeah, it's just stupid at that point. So it was just cool to see. And then not have them in like wrestling attire, but like just pants and like Nick Yeah. Ultimate yeah. gear. So yeah. it was cool. I like uh, it. it kept my How attention. do you feel
0: about like a parkway fight or
1: something like that? Oh, you're gonna need a plow a deer um a, tr- a pickup truck okay i can see it i can see it. yeah um but now if you are all the all the equipment some some salt
0: too throw the salt in the eyes
1: i have thrown so much freaking salt this year like we get pallets of like rock salt for like yeah. you know the walkways and stuff which is like what I, I i maintain like the the walkways and the parking lots for like the toll plazas right because i don't have a cdl so i'm not in a dump truck thank god um the pallets have, I think, it's like 50 bags of 50-pound ba- – it's 50, 50-pound 50 bags of rock salt per pallet, right? Jesus. We've gone through six pallets already. Oh. And I've thrown majority of that by, like, handed with the salt spreader. So I've moved literal tons of salt this year. Tons, yeah. In, in February alone. So that sucks. Yeah, you've but, moved
2: over seven tons. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So when I bitch and moan about being tired from that crap, you know, it's justified.
2: You got to start cutting the salt them so
1: on the side <laughs> it smells like in here
2: smells like bitch so, <laughs> so let's move on
0: then um anyways um no you do a great job at the parkway thank you for your service <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and um last with nxt adam cole was gonna come out and explain why he did what he did and he said he didn't want to do it yada 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 Roderick strong comes out and adam cole breaks down in tears like oh i didn't mean to do it uh, blah 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 great acting here and then Roddy gets on his level and consoles him and then Cole just hits him with a low blow super kicks him and it looks like we, we saw it coming since the end of Takeover but we didn't know what was eventually going to happen but uh, finally looks like the Undisputed Era is broken. Hey
1: we still don't know what where Bobby Fish
2: stands. <laughs> yeah who but cares yeah, the where Bobby over. Fish stands.
1: <laughs> but, um, I
2: feel like he's like, the yeah. one
1: who's always getting hurt yeah because he's, he's
0: old old yeah yeah but um I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this heel adam cole looks great building up kyle o'reilly to be a big baby face probably gonna hold of the title at some point similar very similar to like ring of honor how kyle o'reilly got his own little singles run um with the after the red dragons and all that stuff in ring of honor but i'm a fan i'm a fan of i, I loved undisputed era as a group but i'm a fan of this whole breakup story too and you never know down the line if they get back together but you
1: guys liking the way they're doing this you wish yeah they didn't. Do no it was if they're doing it kind of like the natural way of breaking everything up and i'm glad that they went with cole who broke it up rather than people kind of like turning on cole and leaving so it does more for cole to be the bad guy and then it'll obviously help like you know kyle and roderick strong
2: with whatever they do next yeah um i mean i like it i thought they're there could have been a little bit, I think, better of a way to do it. Um, looking at like when they maybe lost the titles the first time or the second time, or when there was like infighting more so here and there, um, they kind of just had them off TV and kind of had them doing nothing, and then they brought them back and then they broke them up, which is which is okay because they were such a big name anyway that they didn't necessarily need to be on TV. Um, but I think this is this is good. Give Cole uh, another title match with Balor. If he beats him, cool. If he doesn't beat him, move Cole up to the main roster. Um, uh,
0: yeah, I think that'd be so cool to have this new heel, Adam Cole, kind of beat Finn for the title because kind of he didn't lose the title to Finn; he lost it to Keith Lee, and Keith Lee mm-hmm. lost it, you know, to, to carry it, Blah blah blah. But I feel like Finn was almost like responsible for Cole mm-hmm. like, it, like it kind of like the chain of events it led to this it led, led, it's like all circle coming back around so I'm I'm down for a new heel Adam Cole getting another title reign and eventually O'Reilly beating him beating him for the title in August or something like that I'm I'm 100% down for that yeah I like but it yeah no it's good good stuff in NXT like always keeps you on the edge of your seat but on to Friday night Smackdown which also wasn't too bad this week and it started with Uh, Roman of course like every week and then Brian wanted a match with Roman at Fastlane because he feels like he got cheated which he kind of did get cheated out of the match at Elimination Chamber because Roman picked the have his match right after the Chamber but um, then Adam Pearce said well Uso got involved and Adam Pearce said Uso versus Brian tonight if Brian wins he's in the match at Fastlane and it ended in a double count out so we don't really know What's gonna happen at Fastlane? I think they're still gonna wind up doing Roman and Bryan or something like that. Where do you guys think Roman goes from here? Because they're not gonna have him lose the title, obviously, because the match with Edge is the marquee match. But what what, what happens here? What happens
2: here? Tell they probably I think they give Daniel Bryan a match. Yeah, he'll be as they they lane do the Fastlane match. Fast lane match. Um, it's probably it'll be a good one, but yeah, um, yeah, right. Roman's yeah. obviously not gonna lose the belt. Like, how many times have we
1: actually seen like the person who the Rumble challenger picked lose the belt before Mania? I don't think like ever, right? I don't think ever that I can remember. So it's not gonna happen. So give Daniel Bryan his little moment in the sun, just to get eaten again by Roman, and then we're on to the next one.
0: Yeah, no, um, I, I agree with both you guys. It, it 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 sucks that Bryan's little one off here. I think this would be a perfect position for like someone not as established to just get into a main roster role for like main not main roster, a main, main event role for a little bit. Like they've been building Cesaro, but it looks like he's gonna be feuding with uh, Seth Rollins for the nearby future. Um Shinsei Nakamura is a great one to have for Fast Lane too, but it looks like he's feuding with Apollo Cruz at the moment in the whole IC title situation. Oh,
2: I wish I wanna see Roman just destroy Corbin. Like I would love that. Not, not a. I want to. I want to see him just pick Corbin apart and destroy that, that, that's him. That's the king.
1: That, that's fine. I'm. I'm good with anything bad happening to Corbin. Exactly. I'm like just. Corbin. I'm over him. I would love if Roman just. And he was an lives. offensive tackle for the Colts, so he's fine getting destroyed too. Not a good one. I like, I like Corbin.
2: Was that during the Luck era? No. No. no way no. before. Wait, I was, was about like, to say that's how you knew he wasn't good then. <clears throat> I think he was. He was like mid Peyton era, but he didn't I mean, like. He never played.
0: I don't think he made the. For fifty-three man roster, no, no, but no, he 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 posted that picture on Instagram the other day of how chubby and yeah, he got cut by
1: us, and then he played. He actually made the roster for the Cardinals, but then he got cut in twenty eleven, but actually never played a game.
0: Yeah, so yeah, and he was fat then, Mm -hmm. and he's very Mm -hmm. skinny now. So good for him. Um, but anyways, um, I just feel like it, I, I'd rather have someone else for a one-off than Daniel Bryan. Because I don't know what Bryan's going to be lost in the Shuffle for Mania again, unless they pull mm-hmm. a triple threat or something, which would be kind of awesome. Edge, Bryan, Roman would be a phenomenal match. But anyways, let's continue with SmackDown so we can get this done with. And we final, last week, we didn't get to talk about it because of the Elimination Chamber, but Apollo Crew showed this new attitude that he's been hinting at on Talking Smack and hinting at during the weeks on SmackDown. And we finally see him come out in tights now, no, no more trunks, and we see him in this scarf. And said he's channeling his Nigerian roots of the past of his ancestors, very similar to his indie character of Uha Uha Nation, Yuha Nation. Don't know how to say it. Don't want to mispronounce it. But he said that was his grandfather's name, and he wants to embrace those roots of his past. And he has a character Apollo Cruz has never had a character in. Derby. Well, that's that's the big <laughs> he
1: thing. He, a lot. That, well, that's the big thing. He's never had anything to work or build off of or any motivation behind anything ever. You know, really, the U.S. one was just, like, for his kids. That's it. Mm -hmm.
0: He was a smiley guy, a Um, handsome man with a nice smile. That's all he was. Yeah,
1: so the fact that they're actually doing something with him or, like, letting him attempt to work with something, good. Thank you. We needed it. He needed it. About time. Yeah. Yeah. They they kept –
2: they kept toying us with the hurt business thing, and they never gave it to us. So good, he needed a rebrand desperately. He need, a, he's needed a rebrand for years.
0: It's a really good rebrand too. It's not a little, little crappy rebrand or anything. Like it, it works, and it's perfect, perfect for a mid card title. Him versus Biggie might be the match at WrestleMania. I think that's phenomenal. If you have Apollo win the title at WrestleMania, I think that's awesome in this new gimmick. Give him yes, a new theme be. now, because his theme is still to a little happy-go-lucky type of theme. But I love the new gear. I love the colors. I love just everything that they're doing with this character. I think it's really, really well done. Um, hopefully I'm, I'm, hopefully, he wins the world title, too. You never know. He might win a world title down the line, too.
1: I mean, we and we said that about Kofi, and he eventually won it. You know, 10 He eventually later, won isn't... it. So... Yeah. Who knows? But it would
0: be nice to have more than one black champion,
1: like in in our time, in our time, basically. But the fact that he has something to build off of and try to work with, it can't be bad, you know. It like you said, this is his indie thing, so it worked to an extent to get him to WWE. So who knows? Um,
0: I just said more than one black champion. We're probably gonna have one in a couple weeks with Bobby Lashley, anyways. But we need more than that. Um. They 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 haven't got enough opportunities. Black people to have an opportunity to be in the world in the world title scene. So it's nice to finally see Apollo, Ricochet, Biggie, Bobby Lashley, The Herpes. It's people of color to finally be in the main title scenes. It's awesome. Um, anyways let's continue i think there's one more thing to talk about was back down. yes there is and it's bianca belair making her wrestlemania decision which we all expected it to be sasha banks and like jesse and i and justin have all been saying especially jesse for the last couple of months since bianca won the rumble this has
2: to main event i said I before the rumble, rumble. even yeah, before i said uh, i well, said bianca sasha should be your mania match no matter what you do if well rumble main
0: event main event i'm yeah saying.
2: it should definitely be the main event of night one yeah, yeah. For sure, i agree yeah, I, I. There's no other way around it. I think um this has the potential to be match of um, the year. You know, as good as like Rhea Charlotte was it last year,
1: really, really good. Yeah, especially it will be if really you give good. it time. It will be good. It mm-hmm. will be good.
2: Two two top females
0: in the business right now. Probably maybe the top two in the whole business. And neither of them are heels either. Really. No, mm-hmm. it's more of like a respect match in a way. Like, they mm-hmm. respect what each other has, but they still want to prove that they're the best at what they do because Bianca's whole thing is EST, whatever, and yeah. Sasha even said on SmackDown this week, like, I'm the best, not you, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's more of a respect thing, and I'm fine with neither of them being the heel. Uh, I'm really okay with it. It, it, it works because they both have, like, that vicious side to them, but they all can also be a really good baby face too. So um, I, I'm, I'm cool with it. And any other closing thoughts before I wrap this up? No, it just, I hope they build it well and it better be an event. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I agree. And we're on the road to WrestleMania, so we're getting exciting stuff finally. We're in the fast lane. We're in the fast fast lane. lane. Hopefully, there's no roadblock roadblock. in front of us. No roadblock. Um, yeah, but that does it for this episode of the Sports Department Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Joe and Steve who aren't on this podcast also appreciate you guys listening to us. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from. Just give us a listen. It helps us a lot. Give us a rating, whatever the hell that stuff is. Um, follow us on our social medias on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Sports Depth Pod. That's Sports D-E-P-T Pod. We have another mock draft, I believe, Jesse and Steve just did yep. this week. That's cool. Justin probably put up a hockey episode by the time this one uploads. It's
1: uploading now. so It's uploading
0: be up. right now, so it's up right now. Um, I think you guys are recording a baseball one either today or sometime next week. For probably the tomorrow. League. And we'll, that,
1: that'll be the AL Central, and then we'll probably N- bang out another one. Oh, no, NL Central because we did Central. AL. Yes. So we'll probably and- do one of the West ones, probably AL West, because that division's also a, becoming a disaster as we know it. So yeah. that'll probably be mid to end of the week.
0: Okay. Yeah, you, you, Joe, and Steven are going to be banging those out, and I'll hop on for the NL East and AL East because that's all I know about in baseball, really, <laughs> for the time being. Um, as the season goes on, I'll probably be following baseball more, so – Maybe
1: I'll hop on a couple more episodes. Ugh, gets one top ten player in baseball, automatically cares. Okay, 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 okay. Relax. We we have two. We have Jacob Degrom too. the best. Pick it's like Jesse when he got a top player in the NBA. Um, I'm sorry, we what? have three top fifteen
0: <laughs> players. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, but no, it, it sucks being a Met fan. But it finally some upside there, so that's fun.
1: I'll be um, an Orioles fan instead. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, exactly. Bl- 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 blame your father. Don't blame, don't blame <laughs> us. Um, oh yeah. Anyways, that all that fun stuff is coming. Maybe another basketball one too. But stay tuned. All that fun stuff, and we'll see you in the next episode.